Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and on TikTok for more Titans coverage, especially TikTok, for what our Titan reporter Sam Phelan has been putting together over the last week or so and we'll be doing moving forward uh, on the TikTok platform uh, for Titans fans. But uh, let's officially thank our sponsors because they make this show happen for you guys and they make it work for everybody and they help you guys out just in life in general. And that is uh, Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans that's better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes & Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, 800-800-4600 is where you need to call. So, Zach, officially, Monday afternoon, the NFL made it uh, an official by uh, Tom Pelissero tweeting out, that the salary cap for the NFL in the 2023 year is officially set at $224.8 million. Uh, that is up 16 plus million from last year's salary cap. And really, you're now we are finally seeing the NFL, one of the country's biggest businesses, uh, fully show their recovery from the COVID year when the salary cap went down significant amounts and now they've built it back up to 224.8 any uh reaction off of uh just that the nfl's growth overall before we dive into the titans offseason strategies well it was all precautionary right yeah. the, everybody was precautionary when covid hit because we didn't know how long it was going to last we didn't know the economic impact now look stocks went up sky high and then they crashed this past year and that was due to a multitude of reasons but the nfl is kind of recession proof i mean it just is more people uh, are watching every single day it is a year-round sport that's why a to z sports has hitched its wagon to the nfl roger goodell whether you love him or hate him he is a businessman at heart and he is in you know he's in the business of making a lot of money and with stre streaming services the turnover from direct tv to youtube they are changing the game and so they have so much money i mean you can't even think about how much money each and every individual franchise has, whether it's from the Cowboys or even the Tennessee Titans or the Jacksonville Jaguars that are probably lower on the totem pole yeah. just based on their market size and structure and longevity in the NFL and all of those things adding to it. So each and every year, it's going to increase. I think the precautionary move was 
that the NFL didn't think, oh, well, we don't have enough money. I think it was, let's stand pat for a year and maybe take a small step back so we can then take leaps forward yeah. as this thing balloons. And look at the NBA. I mean, we talk about guys riding the bench getting $17 million a year, which is mind-blowing in the N NBA. Now, different rosters, less players, right? So that is impactful. A lot but, more games. But the streaming yeah. and the money is just going through the roof. And the number of eyes that have watched these playoff games in the last several weeks, that's where all the advertising dollars are piling into. Yeah, and so John asked, you know, how do they set the salary cap? It's based off of revenue, the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, and what they come up with in the revenue share between the owners and the players. Uh, and so the salary cap represents what the players get from that CBA. And as Zach kind of mentioned there, the TV rights, which is now turning into TV and streaming rights, uh, are ballooning. So just kind of for like a, a, a three- or four-year picture of what this is, you know, websites that we rely on, like overthecap.com and spotrack.com for when it comes to salary cap type of information, those websites have been operating that this salary cap for 2023 would be at 225000000 million. It's at 224.8. So a lot of these projections and numbers that we've been talking about for months, it's around the same, right? So the teams also kind of had that idea. But over the cap, Zach, they are projecting – in 2024, for it to be around 256. And they're projecting in 2025 for it to be around 282. And they're projecting in 2026 for that to be north of 300 million when it comes to salary cap because of the rights of broadcast. And it's streaming, it's TV, it's everything. And Dom brings it up right there on YouTube that Zach, you've shown uh, the inflation. <laughs> so, uh, that's to kind of give you an we'll overview money for that, but we won't get yeah. into politics. But again, we, we understand what's happening there overall, but that is kind of the, the three to four year window of what it's going to look like. So with all of that said, the Titans are currently a lot of money over the salary cap, uh, over the cap has the Titans at negative $23.5 million in salary cap space, negative 23.5. And there are four Titans players that have a lot of money in their cap hits coming up that are expendable and could be on the chopping block now that we understand what the full picture is. So, Zach, we're going to show this graphic. I'm going to ask uh, and really dive into each player situation and get the chat more involved. But these four Titans uh, who you see here on the screen, Zach Cunningham, Bud Dupree, Robert Woods, and Taylor Lewan, those dollar figures in green are what the Titans would save on the salary cap if these players are cut before June 1st. So Zach Cunningham, the inside linebacker, the Titans would save 8.92. Bud Dupree, outside edge rusher, the Titans would save 9.35 million. Robert Woods, uh, under served, well, not underserved, underperforming wide receiver, uh, $12.01 million. And then Taylor Lewan, $14.84 million in savings if those guys were all cut pre-June 1st. Zach, I added up those numbers. That's north of $45 million in savings if the Titans cut all four guys, which would give the Titans $21.6 million of cap space just by cutting those guys. So from minus 23 to plus 21.6, 
there's a big jump there with those four. Yeah, and those four guys are essentially, well, uh, Luan's maybe not, but, you know, John Robinson came in there, <coughs> excuse me, and made those decisions. Yeah, I got coughed up. I think Robert Woods just dropped another football. But you, I, 40 plus million dollars is yeah. a massive swing. I mean, you talk about, and l- let's be honest, the Saints, when Drew Brees was quarterback, they were constantly over the cap. So it's not something that is like, ir- like irreprehensible. Like, oh, oh you, my I mean, gosh. you get penalized. If you're over the cap a certain amount for a certain amount of time, then yeah, you will get penalized and the Saints are dealing with that. Yeah, well, it's a luxury tax, right? It's a welcome to the Yankees world, right? They cut it. So in sports, it it happens quite a bit. But now you got a new sheriff in town, Rand Carthon. And how does he want to operate? You have some people, and this is a daily life thing. Some people in this world, they are comfortable with tens of thousands of credit card debt. They sleep easy at night. They just keep swiping the card. Some people, that's not how they work. They like being lean. They like being disciplined. They like doing it a different way. Now, both survive, both live, continue to live, but there's a different way of going about it. And yeah. I don't know how Rand Carthon is going to come in to the Titans house and say, look, this is how we do things. Yeah. We're going to pick better. And look, I will say it ballooned where John Robinson was going for it. And when you go for it, and I would say less this year, more last year, but you make these decisions and they stack up. Bud Dupree and Taylor Lewan's contract, like they stacked up. Robert Woods, I would question what the hell was going on there. Well, but- again, remember, he was traded at uh, Robert Woods was traded for in March of last year when AJ Brown was planned to be on this team for a long time. But right? he didn't and play good football. No, for sure. Day, for sure. Right? But that, that's what I look at. And Zach yeah, Cunningham, but, but again, who- that Robert Woods contract stacked up because of the go for it type plan with AJ Brown and Robert Woods and the rest of the offense. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is this is a go, go for it salary cap structure currently for the Tennessee Titans. What is Rand Carthon going to do? Is he going to continue to go for it? I don't think that they have the luxury tax to do that. That's the problem. So you're going to have to reset. We talk about not rebuilding, but resetting. Austin, these four players all being cut is a form of resetting. It's not rebuilding because Bud Dupree and Robert Woods and Taylor Lewan and Zach Cunningham, they all underperformed based on their contract this past year. Taylor Lewan was unavailable because of an injury. Robert Woods had multiple drop passes. We all know about that. Bud Dupree was in and out of the lineup with a hip. He'd been in and out of the lineup since coming off of his ACL surgery when Pittsburgh and Zach Cunningham hurt his elbow. He was in and out of the lineup throughout the course of the year. So that's a lot of money that is not available or was not available this past year. What are you going to do in the next several, like, month or so in making these big-time decisions? Because I'm going to show the graphic again, and I'm going to just throw this out there so you guys can be thinking about this because we're going to ask you a question that's going to be very interesting, right? Because you look at at these four guys, that's a lot of money. That's $45-plus million the Titans can save this year on the salary cap. Now, there is dead money worked into that, right? Uh, The dead money is Bud Dupree still going to count $10 million on the cap uh, if they cut him and save nine, right? Zach Cunningham's got more dead money. Lawan has zero dead money. Robert Woods has, uh, you know, 2.6. So it's not that much of dead money. But 
these four guys are, are all veterans and they're all guys who are at important positions. Maybe Zach Cunningham's the least important position an inside linebacker, but guess who's also a free agent, David Long Jr. Who's your best inside linebacker. So you're going to have to replace these four guys with the money that you saved by cutting them. So let's ask this question, Zach, and get the chat more involved here this morning. Which of those four potential salary cap cuts would you keep? And these are hypothetical situations. Again, we're strategizing. We know what the cap number is, 224.8. The Titans have a lot of work to do to get under it, and they could cut these four, but you got to replace them. So which of these four potential cuts would you keep for the Titans and pick one? Don't just that say is a good one. question. Yes. And it, this is an exercise, right? Like we're going to do a lot of exercising and well, hypotheticals. Well, well, well. Don't none doesn't count. Burning devil, burning devil. Don't say none. Play the game, Jake. Jake's still in the same thing. You can't I, I, say I, none. You're gonna we're, we're gonna destroy you if you say none. This because is none's an exercise. Not the game. This is an exercise. This is an opportunity to work through situations and talk through a roster building situation because that's what the Titans have to do. So, who would you rather keep of those four? Cunningham, Dupree, Woods, or Lawan? Uh, but Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Don't say none. <laughs> I'll just tell you that. Don't say none. I'm going to destroy Please. you in the comments. Don't say none. It's not an option. Gun to your head. You've got to pick one of these four players. None is not an option. I'm sorry. So don't do it. What you should do is go to Farmborough Health Plans and look, th there's no gun to your head there. They're actually going to help you. That's the best part about Farmborough Health Plans. They're a great option. You got four options. Pick one. Pick Farmer Health Plans. I picked them last year. I'm carrying, I'm riding with them in 2023 because love Farmer Health Plans. Health, dental, vision, better coverage, better service, better rates. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. They're trusted here in the state of Tennessee. Here's what you do. You can go online to fbhp.com slash A to Z and you can, you can start your health assessment there or you can give them a call. Go to fbhp.com, look at their phone number. Boom, give them a call. And they'll walk you through your health assessment, then give you a quote. The quote's free. I mean, they'll give you a quote. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, man, my health plan prior is not very good. That's what I found out. I saved 20% by switching to Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Don't forget the BetMGM app's got deals for you all throughout the year, including NBA one-game parlay insurance because you get up to $25 back if your NBA one-game parlay of just four legs or more falls one leg short. So take advantage of that uh, as we dive into the NBA season. Uh, NBA one-game parlays are a lot of fun because you can work down totals, work down spreads, money lines, player props uh, that are really easy to hit that you can build a nice little one-game parlay for you uh, to, to win and build that bankroll throughout the football offseason and do it with NBA one-game parlay insurance. Once again, up to $25 back when you opt in in your BetMGM app to the one-game parlay insurance for the NBA where you get up to 25 bucks back if that four-leg or more one-game parlay in the league falls just one leg short. So, Zach, we've asked the question, which of these four potential Titans salary cap cuts would you rather keep? And I'm going to show them again. I'm going to send you to the chat. Zach Cunningham, you'd save 8.9. Bud Dupree, you'd save 9.3. Robert Woods, 12.01. And Lawan 14.8. If all were cut pre-June 1st, uh, right there. So, Zach, I'll send you the chat. 
who are people saying that are not answering none to play our game here? Well, and John brings this up to start. The yeah. Bud Dupree contract looks so, so bad now that we know a little bit more a couple of years in. Zach, and- do you remember uh, when he was signed? I believe that was in the uh, in March of 2021. 20, uh, yeah, two, two Marches ago. Remember the guy who was saying that I would not sign a, a, a pass rusher to a big contract coming off an ACL tear? That was me. Yeah, so uh, it, it, he's been hurt ever since. That was me, right? Everybody, that was me. Everybody's been hurt ever since. Though. No, I know, but, but, Bud, but Bud Dupree's injury. <laughs> He's not the and, only one, though. And Zach, Everybody. I'm going to say this. Bud Dupree has said this out of his own mouth, that his injuries have all been connected to the ACL. And so for the past two seasons, since he signed for $82.5 million, he's had uh, uh, more knee injuries. He's had abdominal strains. He's had hip injuries that he himself has said are all strong and connected to the ACL. Whose fault is that, though? I think you can Robinson's. Yeah. I think that they, you can, because of all of the injuries that have occurred in the Tennessee Titans organization over the last two years, I think that you can connect that that is a franchise problem less than a player problem. Oh, nobody's going But if you're looking like, I I remember that I I'll give you, I'll give you the credit for that, but, but this is a Titans. This was a franchise issue because the franchise should have kept him out longer to make sure that the knee was more stable because they've done that on numerous occasions and gotten burned. This is a tight, that's the Titans fault. They should have signed him at the time that made sense, but it's when you bring him back. Uh, I don't, again, I, I think when I mean, you can't not say that because of, of the injury history. Yes. But again, the Titans, right? What was March of 2021 for Titans free agent free agency? It was coming off the worst third down defense in NFL history. And also a season where they gained night, they had 19 total sacks as a team in 16 games. And so, and really five of those sacks were against Houston the last week of the season uh, when they clinched the AFC South. So it was really bad. They were desperate. And when we're, I'm going to reverse back almost two full years, almost basically 22 and a half months ago, where I was saying, you don't do that. You don't get that desperate. Bud Dupree is not the right guy because he tore his ACL in December. But it's the and Titans' they, fault. You I know okay that. With that's them what drafting I'm talking Caleb about. Zach, give with the pick. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I told the Titans back in March of 2021, don't do that. And they did it because they were desperate. I'm not blaming Bud Dupree for accepting an $82.5 million deal. Hell yeah, go get your bag, man. Go do it. But that's ridiculous. I said it then. It was not a smart approach to go after him as your target for your edge rusher. So, of course, I'm blaming the Titans. That's why I brought it up. So, now we can get back to the chat of who would you rather keep? Uh, Keep Lawan from Bama Brad. You can't say none of them. Zach Cunningham in case of David Long Jr., which I definitely has an impact in that situation because David Long Jr. is a free agent. Dom's keeping Robert Woods. Cunningham from Ramon. Woods is the only right answer here from Tress. Honky Tonk is none. You can't do that. Keep Woods from Deshaun Washington. Dupree from Teddy. Zach C. from CJ. Lawan if he restructures. So Kyle is going with that. Lawan at a lower number. Restructure Lawan from Chris. Lawan right here. Lawan only because of the position from Caleb. Lawan if healthy. Caleb goes Lawan. Keep Lawan from Colby. A couple of Bud Dupree's coming in from Karen in Orlando. Bork says Bud. John says Woods. Lawan from Jerry. Cunningham 
from John, Lawan from Stephen, Lawan from Frank, Lawan from uh, Jonathan. The big humans are the hardest to replace. Talk about the offensive line. So there's a couple of them. Austin, who do you keep out of these four? Yeah, I, I think, you know, when you look at performance, there is no reason to bring back Zach Cunningham. Like that is the easiest guy to cut. And when you also look at performance, there's no reason to bring back Robert Woods. You're going to have to reset your wide receiver room uh, in a lot of different ways. And I think you have, what did Mike Vrabel say at his end of season press conference? You got to get faster. Robert Woods is not that. So in $12 million is so expensive. Uh, right there, and I just don't think it's for a subpar wide receiver. Yeah, I think the the only two options are Bud Dupree and Lawan because of the importance of those two positions, left tackle and edge rusher. I think why my answer is Lawan is because of the price it costs to replace a left tackle adequately, like not just to find a left tackle because you saw what you get in a left tackle when you trade a fifth round pick to the Carolina Panthers uh, in the middle of the preseason. And that's Dennis Daly. So I think the only option of the four, in my opinion, is to keep Lawan. And the interesting thing about this is you have to kind of use the Titans situation and Lawan situation against each other. Lawan doesn't, he's been talking about it. He thinks he's been cut for six months. And so he, what is Lawan's future outside of this building? I don't know. What is the Titans left tackle future if Lawan is not back? I don't know. And can you find some type of way to, you know, people are saying restructure Lawan's deal. He's in the last year of his deal. He's in, Yeah, but you, I mean, I, I think. But how are you going to do that? I think the two have to come together and say, Taylor, you know, you've been hurt the last couple of years. You know, you played some good football at the end of 2021. You got hurt again. How can we patch this thing together to have us work one more year together to help us get to where we need to be? And you can get another year of your, your NFL career for the long term when it comes to being vested at a different level on all these things. I think it's going to have to be like a very, hey, both sides are desperate. Can we make this work for one more year? Because we need each other. That's honestly, that's what I, because th- we're playing the game, right? I what think is he going to the- do? Is he going to take, what kind of pay cut is he going to take? It, it doesn't make logical sense. I like, I, I know what you're saying. And it is hard to replace the because left Because here's, here's well, where well, you What got- are the numbers? What is he going to do? There's it's so much how, money. How much is Lawan going to be worth if he gets cut by the Titans? Like who is going to go sign Taylor Lawan and for what amount of money? So, and Lawan has been very open about a lot of different things, right? That's he, why you cut him. You're telling me why to cut him. Well, he also said that he doesn't know if he'd want to play anywhere else besides the Titans. He said that back in February. And so again, like I, I think, I and Juan says Lawan is not desperate. Lawan is not desperate in life. Sure, we I think we know that. But Lawan's I think football life is kind of hanging in a thread, and maybe it's a, an ACL thread. Uh, but I it's hanging there, right? It's in limbo. And so I I think playing this game, that's the only option to me because Bud Dupree. If you keep Bud Dupree, he's a twenty plus million dollar cap hit. If you cut Bud Dupree, he's still a $10 million cap hit. 
I, I just think Lawan's the only option here. I disagree with this. Okay. And the reason why, I think Lawan is actually the easiest one to cut. I think he is the first one to go. It is because, Austin, what you're thinking about, the guy's knee. What about the guy's knee? You're talking about the player. He's not the same player. Why are you going to pay? You're sitting here saying that it's tough to replace a left tackle. Yeah, that's right. But what are you replacing him with? An injured guy who has been so inconsistent over the last several years due to injury and PED suspension. Why are you trying to pay that guy? It is time to move on, and you're moving off of a very, very, very large number. So out of the four, like Zach Cunningham is a backup plan to David Long Jr., so you got to figure that out, right? Robert Woods actually can play. I don't know if he can play very well, but you hope that he can have a better season than he did last year and with, with a, a better restructured offense. I don't know what that's going to look like, but Lawan is the easiest to cut because he the amount of money that it is. I don't know what they're going to do with their 11th overall pick, but that could be a place to replace Lawan and start over. That makes more sense than keeping a guy that, Austin, you have no idea what you're going to get out of Lawan. His knee is shot. I mean, we've seen that. He's not healthy. He's a head case, too. And he's he's admitted that. I don't want any more of Lawan. 77 has done his service for the Tennessee Titans. You thank him and you move on. But Lawan's the first to go out of these four. I think here's the hard part. I look at player and who can, how can I get closer to their ceiling? I think that the closest person that I can get to their ceiling, be it a bad contract, is Bud Dupree. Because at least next year, you're going to have Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, maybe Jeffrey Simmons, and Danico Autry. And you can finally- Scott Weaver. In Rashad Weaver, in rotation, you can finally go forward with what you wanted to last year. Is it going to cost you a lot of money? Yes, but that, I think, is the play. Bud Dupree, again, terrible contract. I do not sit here and say that it's a good contract, but I think you could get the most. Bud Dupree's ceiling is the highest out of these four guys. Would you not agree? Out of these four guys, who has the highest ceiling playing football on the football field? Yeah, I mean, I. It's Bud. I mean, Robert Woods is the only one that can stay healthy. But it's Bud Dupree. Robert Honestly, Woods, his ceiling is lower. But, but Robert he, Woods is a number two wide receiver. Bud Dupree is, is a number two is, edge rusher. Is the number one edge rusher. He's a number two edge rusher. But, well, he's a, he's a number two impact player who impacts more? Bud Dupree. So, but here's, here's why, I'll, like, who's the head coach, Zach? Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel can get a lot out of rotational people that are so much cheaper than Bud Dupree. We've oh, seen I that. think there's a very, very so, valid point of what I, does Mike Vrabel think because, of Bud Because I, I right? think, yeah, Bud Dupree, his availability is just so up in the air that you honestly don't know. You like How many times, Zach, have the Titans gone into a game where Bud Dupree started and then he didn't make it to halftime? Like, Bud Dupree played in 11 of 17 games. But there's a couple of those 11 that he exited in the first quarter or the second quarter and didn't return. So that's even so now you're going into a game plan with 46 or 48 guys and then you lose one really who, early. Who helped the team more last year? Bud Dupree or Robert Woods? Bud Dupree did. He did. No, they didn't help the team much, but 
Bud Dupree absolutely did. He would he made big time plays before he got hurt in Indy. He would made a big play. Yeah, and Robert Woods also had a touchdown in that game. Ironically, that that's that was the best first half the Titans played all season. Uh, so again, like I think. But my do you think of- that Bud Dupree impacted the the Titans more than Robert Woods did last year? But I'll let the, you answer. But, but the replacements for Bud Dupree were better than replacements for Robert Woods. <laughs> if you want I, to be I, honest. That, that's not the, the question. Robert, or Bud Dupree had six sacks. He had four. He had four sacks. Six tackles for loss, four sacks, correct. And, Still, and four is better. Than, I mean, it was more touchdowns than Robert Woods caught. <laughs> well, yeah touchdowns yeah he should have more sacks than touchdowns that's just not a common Robert Woods had two for 10 million dollars I'm not saying I'm not over here saying pro Robert Woods I'm saying but Robert Woods was at least reliable and on the damn field he didn't get hurt and he was coming he was the first year coming off an ACL so again here's here's why I think Bud Dupree is the main guy to move on from it's literally because I believe more in Mike Vrabel's ability to go get dudes like Mario Edwards Jr. Uh, to go do what Bud Dupree can do and for a lot cheaper. How much do you believe in Taylor Lewan's ability? You cannot say that you do. You have no idea. He's coming off of so many injuries. If you're going to preach injuries for this franchise, do not die on the hill of Taylor Lewan's knee. You're going to get destroyed. Plus, on top of his knee, and I will say this, he's distracted. Taylor Lewan is fully immersed in distraction. Now, be it his second career, so it may be justified to leave the league and have something, but he is a barstool bro, busting with the boys, going to the boys. That's not where he is at. So do you believe in Taylor Lewan's knee? Uh, No, I don't. And, and, and then I, don't I, pay it $14 million. Zach, Zach, we're, we're, I'm not paying it $14 million. If you remember to what I said, that you had the only option, in my opinion, is that Lawan coming back, but not for that number. Because what's the number then? I, I think it's, you know, maybe in the, the eight to nine to 10 range, if you can save a little bit of money, but you redo it and you, uh, and you kind of kick a little, you can do void years. So Lawan gets money. And Lawan can ride it out for one more year. The Titans have some depth at tackle that they can have Lawan come back, draft somebody. Because how many offensive linemen? You're going to have to go through a lot of different offensive linemen. His knee's not worth $8 million. You're not going to pay $8 million for a guy that has multiple knee surgeries. So you'd rather keep Bud Dupree for $20 million when you got a guy like Demarcus Walker who can go out there and get seven sacks and play in all 17 games. I, I would. Uh, again, we're this is a tough conversation. We know this. Yeah, we, it, the, the answer is none, right? But we yes, can't say we, none. Right, and that's where I think we're in a, in a tough spot here. It's, it's that I think Mike Vrabel has the ability, this defensive staff – has the ability to replace Robert Wood, uh, I'm sorry, Bud Dupree, more than they have the ability to replace Taylor Lewan. And that, that's just my, again, that's that's I my word. I don't, disagree. I don't disagree with that, but I don't want to keep Lewan because of the player. Because it's the unknown. Uh, like, I don't want, because Austin, you pay him $8 million and he goes out and he, he, he messes his knee up again or something else happens, you're toast. Because right. you didn't what, spend the more, pick. 
All right, more or, comments. Or a oh, pick to oh, replace oh. I didn't. I didn't say that. Time out. I didn't say that. So let's – more comments. I'm going to react to what you just kind of said there and brought up uh, here in a second. More comments on who would you rather keep between uh, these four guys. $45 million is the potential savings that you can make for cutting – these four players, more of your comments here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you get injured in a car wreck, go to Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation. That's 800-800-4600. They've uh, recovered over a billion dollars for their clients in the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky uh, by doing just that. And so if you get injured in a car wreck, have Hughes and Coleman go battle the insurance companies for you, they've got the muscle, they've got the resources and the reputation to do it all for you. Again, for a free case consultation, their phone number, 800-800-4600. Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, Principal Office, Nashville, Tennessee. It is Sports. Download the BetMGM app. We are powered, our morning show is powered by BetMGM. You have the NBA one-game parlay insurance. Last night, I didn't do a parlay, but I did take the Kings in a money line game against the T-Wolves and won that basically on a last second shot and so hey i I, i'm feeling good this morning i'm I'm a little subtly i'm gonna knock on some wood i'm on a little hot streak uh betting so bet mgm has afforded me that ability download the app today use the promo code atoz sports all right so uh, again we're playing the game you cannot answer none so hassan who comes in late which is fine maybe missed our rules you cannot say cut all four we we are playing this game and having a hypothetical exercise uh, so Austin says, M- or MB says, Austin, why are you saying renegotiate Lawan but not Dupree? Because uh, Lawan's in the last year of his deal. I think it's easier to reset what that would be, add some voidable years to spread out some cap hit because that's th- what they did with Austin Hooper, right? Do what they did with Austin Hooper last fall. It's a one-year deal, only counted $6 million on the cap, but you add some voidable years to it that you just continue to push and push and push as the cap continues to climb, climb, climb. And so Bud Dupree's just got too much money left, gets guaranteed on his on his big deal to do that with. So I think it's a, it's a simpler process. And, and yeah, more uh, comments. Burning Devil says, Titans don't need... Uh, Dupree Jonathan says Lawan's one leg is better than daily. Um, and Brent says, uh, I think Lawan's replacement will be pick number 11. I, I don't disagree. And I think even if you keep Lawan, the number 11 pick should be a, a, a tackle if that's how the first 10 picks play out, right? You don't really know exactly, but yeah, a tackle is a massive priority in the first round and should be a part of this plan. But again, this kind of gets us to our next conversation here in a second, too. How how good do you guys feel about MPF being right tackle? Good early, bad late. Yeah. <laughs> Here, so, I, some lunchbox uh, lunchbox money from Andre saying Woods is the only option as number three in lowered pay. Lawan is done mentally, which I kind of agree with. Dupree is clowny two point nine, which I kind of agree. Two point nine, and <laughs> you don't and, hear those versions that much. <laughs> and Cunningham is showing why Houston wanted him gone. I disagree with that last statement. Cunningham was just hurt. Uh, Texans, the Texans and Cunningham had a disagreement. There was an internal struggle there. They haven't had an internal struggle of his time with the Titans. He just he dislocated his elbow, I believe. Right? Twice. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It was. It was pretty nasty. Right? Like that's a gross injury. Yeah. That just Jayon Brown makes me cringe. It makes me hold my elbow whenever I think about that. And so. 
yeah, I don't think Zach Cunningham is a bad dude or a bad worker. I think, you know, he he's not a great linebacker. I think he played pretty well towards the end of his first year with the Titans two seasons ago. And then this year was not – he had a bad start to the season when he was healthy. Then he got hurt, and then he could not really get back and got hurt again. And so, yeah, I, I just think Zach Cunningham's easy because that position is the easiest of the four to replace – with cheap options, right? Dr. Gibby, Jack Gibbons played some pretty damn good football uh, as an undrafted rookie late in the season. And I'd rather roll with Jack Gibbons and Monty Rice and a, and a re-signed David Long as your three inside linebackers and Zach Cunningham for, you know, nine plus million dollars. All right. So let's set the exercise aside. Yeah. Do you think that they will cut all four of these guys? Yeah, I think I, I I think it's more likely than not that yes, they do. Yeah. What about you? I agree. I mean, 40, like it's they're, they're, they're minus 23 and a half million dollars in cap space and cutting these four, get them to 45 million. But and I, I do, I do think it's important to add that these four guys probably need to be cut pre June 1st because they, they need that money now. Yeah. They don't I need the money after June 1st. They need the money now. Like Julio Jones counts eight plus million dollars on 2023's cap because they cut him designated for June post June 1st to kick it a little bit. And they needed to wait on Julio, but they need this money now. Okay. So I agree with that. I think that they'll make those decisions sooner rather than later. We talked about what you would do and what I would do. What do you think the Titans would will do if they chose to keep one of them? Do you still think so, it's Luan? So I've got I think you can tier them, right? Because you've get you have to be under the cap at a certain point, and that's when the league new year begins, right? So you've got I think five-ish weeks maybe uh to do this. So if you cut all three but keep Bud Dupree. You're under, you have over $12 million of space. So, what if you cut Bud last? You at least give yourself an opportunity to play your game out in free agency before having to make that decision. If you cut everybody but Woods, it, that number is 9.6 in space. If you cut everybody but Lawan, it's 6.79 in space. And, and so, I think that's where. I think if they play it that way, Bud Dupree might be the last domino to fall just so they can have more flexibility to see how their free agency strategy can play out. Yeah, I um, I think Lawan will be the first to go because he, he has the biggest number and because of his injury. And, and he's got zero stuff. dead cap. Like, there's no difference in cutting Lawan now versus June 1st, though. I just think that they're going to rid him. I think it's one of those clean... I think that's what it is. I think he's expecting it. I think they're expecting it. I believe that's what's going to happen. I don't know that, but that's what my prediction is. Sure. For Bud Dupree, I actually would not be surprised if they keep him. I, I I think that there could be a possibility. He is the last guy that they are going to make the decision on based on what you said I agree with. I think that they could keep him. But a huge X factor, and we talked about it just a few minutes ago, how does Mike Vrabel feel about Bud Dupree? Because if he likes him, if he likes his grittiness and he just chalks it up as he's had, you know, a, you know, a hip problem and a knee problem over the last couple of years, but he can help this football team. 
I definitely think that they keep him. But if if Mike Vrabel thinks differently about Bud Dupree and thinks higher about his coaching skills with younger guys, that will be the X factor in decision. I mean, but if you keep Bud Dupree, that's $20.2 million. And, and I agree with Trey. It makes zero financial sense when you look at what Demarcus Walker did and Mario Edwards Jr. did. Demarcus Walker had seven sacks last season for the Titans uh, on like a league minimum. Uh, Mario Edwards Jr., uh, had three sacks, one less than Bud Dupree, and a lot less million dollars. I just believe Vrabel can figure out that position group easier and cheaper than the offensive line. Because now we're going to get to this. Because the Titans did something with Brett Kern. I wonder if they could do it with Lawan. And we'll get to that here in a second uh, based off uh, an offensive line conversation. Uh, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where to go to get your next ride, whether it's the Palisade right down below or the Sonata, the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe. Your perfect make and model is right at Wilson County Hyundai. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. If you go there, talk to Payne Bone and his team, family-owned and operated. We love Wilson County Hyundai. We've test-driven these cars, these SUVs. They're the perfect family car whether it's the palisade's got third row seating it's a full-size suv and it looks dynamic you can get a really good deal because of the beginning of the year you can start buying the 2022s because the 2023s are rolling in and sometimes it doesn't make a difference i remember the the sonata yeah i had a 2012 hyundai sonata then the following year it was the exact same car i think they just added a, a moonroof like it was the same thing moonroof or sunroof i don't is there a difference to you? I, yeah, there's there are such things as a moonroof, right? Moonroof, I think, is bigger than a sunroof. That's something to look up. But that was the only <laughs> difference. But they were charging more because it was the new model. You can get a great deal right now at Wilson County Hyundai in January and get your perfect make and model. And maybe that that make is, you know, is a 2022. But you're saving cash. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, don't forget right now with the BetMGM app, if you have not downloaded the BetMGM app, do it because it's the right time of year to do it. We all know what's happening in two Sundays from now. So use the promo code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports for your first bet offer that you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you miss on your first bet. That's the first bet offer with the BetMGM app. That's our code ATOZ Sports. Again, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't work out the way you wanted. Right there, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligible requirements. Rewards issued at non withdrawable free bets or site credit for best expiring seven days. For Palm Against Sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So, Zach, here's what I'm going to get to. So, we're talking a lot about Lawan. We're about to get to an offensive line conversation when it comes to this situation. Because, yes, the Titans could save $14.8 million by cutting Lawan. The Titans saved over $2 million by cutting Brett Kern at the end of training camp and rolling the dice with Ryan Stonehouse. But according to reports and Brett Kern, the Titans told Brett Kern at the time, hey, stay ready. Just in case something doesn't go work out with a rookie, we might want you back. Now, Ryan Stonehouse was really good. By the way, a ridiculous Pro Bowl snub as an alternate for Ryan Stonehouse after breaking Sammy Ball's 80-year-old record that he doesn't make the Pro Bowl, which is stupid. But the Pro Bowl is stupid. But so, could you cut Lawan to get to where you need to be, but tell Lawan, hey, stay ready. Maybe we can work something out because 
if Lawan's gone and Brewer's a free agent, uh, and then you got Nate Davis a free agent, uh, Dennis Daly, hell no. NPF is right there. And then you got Ben Jones, who made the Pro Bowl yesterday as an alternate. But Ben Jones had two concussions, and we all know what Ben Jones has been laboring through the last couple of years as a Titan with duct tape and bubble gum holding his body together. And now two concussions in a season. Like, is he going to be even able to jump on a flight to Vegas with the concussions that he's been having to go to the pro bowl? I don't know, but Ben Jones is also an eight plus million dollar cap hit as an old beat up injured center. So would you rather have Lawan back or Ben Jones back for one more year? Now this is like the show of none. Right. Because if you say none, then you're going what four new offensive linemen and the only holdover is Nicholas Petit Frere. Now are you you're rebuilding? That is a rebuild. <laughs> Again, this is a, a curious show, but these are all real facts. Like we haven't brought up anything to the table that that they're not gonna have to decide. And people on, are saying know? in the chat, like Andre and some others, that Ben Jones might retire. And like if and it, I'm not Ben Jones' uh, advisor, I don't know his concussion situation, but he had two in the same season. And I've watched the guy play and struggle to get off the turf a lot. I, if I were advising Ben Jones, I'd say, hey man, it's probably time to let this thing go and save your body for your kids down the road. And that's not for me to say or for me to do for Ben Jones, but. That's I, that's kind of where I, I feel like I'm at with Ben Jones. It's painful to watch Ben Jones practice like in training camp. You know what, Zach? There was a spot in training camp where Ben did one of his things where he'd up on one knee and had to like use his arms to like push himself up. And this is after like a red zone period. And he tried to go back to the huddle. I'm not going to name the coach, but the coach said, uh-uh, not today. Get out. And he was like, we're not doing this in August. And they did it in August, and they had to do it all season. So, you know, I, that's just Ben Jones' situation. I think this is ideal. And I, I'm with you. I'm not telling him what to do. He can make his own decision. He's a grown-ass man. I think this is – you made your Pro Bowl. You go out. That's your Super Bowl. Your Pro Bowl is your Super Bowl. I, and and it is – because you ain't winning a Super Bowl with the Titans next year. I'll just tell you that. But it is – unless you get Aaron Rodgers or somebody else. But – uh, you think Aaron Rodgers can win a Super Bowl with the Titans or with anybody that, else next year? I think Aaron Rodgers gives the Titans the best opportunity. Okay. But uh, that's, I, a, I that's a conversation show. for another day. I watched that show last week. I, I know, I know what, how you feel about it. It's a conversation for another day. Yeah. I think you, you Jerome Bettis and and Terrell Owen or uh, Terrell Davis, Michael Strahan, John Elway. You that your Pro Bowl is your Super Bowl, and you retire because uh, yeah, it, your health. Never I mean, been to a Pro Bowl. First Pro Bowl. That's what I'm saying. That's a great nod. Tip of the cap. And, you know, you love watching Ben Jones. You you want more Ben Joneses on your team. And Dalen is correct. Now you're replacing four offensive linemen. If you cut Lawan and Ben Jones is gone, you're replacing four offensive linemen and NPF is the holdover. So, again, like, who would you rather ride with for one more year, Zach? Like, so the money, I'll go through the money because I got it pulled up in front of me. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Lawan's money we know is 14.8. Ben Jones's money, Zach, is 8.3. Like, it ain't cheap. Like, that's not a cheap center. Like, he's an older center, and he's $8.3 million cap hit uh, who has two concussions and whatever amount of other injuries he's got going on. 
But look there, and I have not looked at this. There will be offensive linemen that will be available in free agency. But how much are they going to cost? Like, do you know well, what the price the, of the a- one? That's how much they're going to cost. No, Zach, the price of a right tackle on the free agent market is going to be twenty million. I'm talking about replacing a guard and a center. Okay. Like you, you're, you're, you got four guys you're trying to replace. So yeah, I'm not saying left tackle. We already talked about the ideal situation for a team to replace a left tackle is drafting a top eleven pick. That's you don't get those a lot. You shouldn't get those a lot unless you're Jacksonville or Detroit. And Jacksonville doesn't look like they're getting back in there. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? But that's how you replace them. You go out and you get your free agent center or your free agent guard. You draft a tackle. You you pray that MPF takes another step in the right direction his sophomore year. And that's what you kind of construct as your offensive line. That makes the most sense. Now, I'm not answering the question because I'm cutting both of them, or at least <laughs> both of them are gone, going away. I think, I mean, I, I mean, I have like a, a, there's a moral standard to say, Ben Jones, you shouldn't come back. But I'd rather have Ben Jones than Taylor Lewan. And if you cut Ben Jones pre-June 1st, you're only saving 3.6, excuse me, 3.7. If you cut him post June first, you're saving six million. But which is okay because aren't we kind of to the? He's still under contract, so aren't you to the the? You got three options: you're going to play, you're going to get cut, or you're going to retire. And, and I think with you know the other four we talked about, you know these four guys, these are all pre June first moves. Like do it if you're going to do it, do it now. Get your space. I think Ben Jones is a post June first move because you save $6 million and you allow yourself to have more time to see how it plays out. So, well, and Mark says, you know, topic, if you were the GM moves, what you would make. I mean, this is kind of what we do. It's the Bud Dupree thing that Austin said that you shouldn't sign Bud Dupree. Now, two years later, we now know more information, right? That is more telling what happens. I mean, this is why we do the show every day is the, the answers reveal themselves. I mean, that, that's why you play the game. Um, some some lunch money from Andre saying, considering NPF played left tackle in college, could he move there and go after right tackle in the draft in the later rounds or free agency and make a move for a play playmaker at pick eleven? Andre, at least I commend for for giving the idea. Yeah, and uh, you know they liked NPF in the draft in the third round because of his ability to play both spots, right? But you know, based off of what I saw. And that sample size of, as a rookie, you don't want NPF to be your left tackle. He can he can go there in a bind, but you want NPF to be your right tackle, and you need somebody with a higher ceiling in your as your left tackle. Yeah, you need. I mean, you're trying to find a staple. You're. Yep. Tr- I mean, it's like the the 49ers. Now their quarterbacks got hurt due to another thing, but Trent Williams. Like, if you have a staple, it's Michael Ruse. It's Taylor Lewan for the first several years. You. Once you have that, it makes it's like having a quarter. I mean, we talk about it. There's four most important positions in football. What are they, Austin? Quarterback, left tackle, slash blindside tackle, edge rusher, corner. If you have those four positions, your life is easier as a general manager. The problem is if you don't, you're scratching and clawing. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. All right, tons of stuff to get to, but we know the cap number. Uh, so we can continue to strategize uh, right here uh, throughout the offseason on A to Z Sports. Who, exactly. would, you, who would you do? Ben Jones I think or- I, I just – I think I'd rather – I can't watch Ben Jones play another year. I, no, it's a moral thing. I, 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 I think I'd rather roll, roll 
roll one more year with a one under the circumstances that I talked about, right. Of not for $14.8 million, but, but you got to do something. Uh, I think if you're, if it's Lawan or Ben Jones, I don't, I don't think either of them can be back on this roster next season for what they are currently set to make. So that's that, but all right, um, let's go ahead and move on to Tuesday sports trivia. We got five questions uh, that we're going to get to four sports and one non-sports here on the show. Uh, but I got to tell all you guys about uh, the Bone and Joint Institute, where whenever you get hurt in life, you got to trust the Bone and Joint Institute to get you back to health. They've done that for both Zach and I over the last several years with different doctors, different injuries, different parts of the body, whatever goes wrong. They've got a specialist that can take care of you to get you back to health. And our guy, Dave, who runs their physical therapy uh, section, is, a, is incredible at what he does. Former NFL offensive lineman as well. If you missed that doc talk from a couple of weeks ago about the Titans injury situations, go check that out with Dave Kempfert of the Bone and Joint Institute. So whenever you get hurt in life, boneandjointtn.org is where to go. It is eSports powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. They're the king of sports books. And you got BetMGM NBA one-game parlay insurance. I got to look at the, the lineup tonight. I, I usually do that midday when I'm eating lunch. Yep. I sit down and I – uh, look at my bets. Last night, I actually also had a back door. Texas Tech, I had written it off as a loss. They were down by like 20. They were hosting Iowa State. It was a close, it was like plus one minus one minus one. It was a one-point differential spread to open up. I wrote it off. I went to sleep. I woke up this morning. I checked my account. I won. They hey. came back and won by three. That's BetMGM paying out. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Sometimes you have those. Sometimes you have the, the surprises of, oh, they got destroyed and you lost your money. But sometimes you have mornings like this morning where they win by three and a huge comeback victory and you make your money. That's BetMGM. Let's get to sports trivia. All right, Tuesday sports trivia here on this Tuesday to wrap up the show. Zach, how did you and Sam do last week on a Tuesday? Four uh, and one. Th- four and one. Yes. Very good. Very good. I'll go plug that into the uh to the to the to the counter here after the show here. So let's try to go four and one again today. Uh let's get it rolling here. All right. First up, we're going to the NBA. Which of these Boston Celtics greats in the 1980s, somebody should know this, was not originally a member of the Celtics during his career? Kevin McHale, Danny Ainge, Larry Bird, Robert Parrish. Which of these Boston Celtics greats in the 1980s was not originally a member of the Celtics during his career? Kevin McHale, Danny Ainge, Larry Bird, Robert Parrish. Well, we know Larry Bird, we can get rid of him. He was drafted by Boston. Mm-hmm. We need somebody, and Robert Parrish. Yeah, Scott and Brent immediately came in with Robert Parrish. Who did he play for and I can see Danny Ainge played for the Suns and coached for the Suns. Yeah, but, but that, was that was later. Later on in yeah. his career. Yeah. Um, at Parrish, uh, David says Parrish was a warrior. I mean, everybody is saying Parrish. Uh, now, there, there's some other. Jarrell says Ainge also played for the Blazers, but maybe it was later. Um, Golden State Warriors is what people are coming in saying Parrish started in Golden State. So do we go Robert? Yeah, Robert Parrish. Oiler Titan says Robert Parrish was from Golden State. So let's just go with uh, lock-in Robert Parrish, final A to Z. The Golden State Warriors have made the mistake of giving away many great players in their history. Well, not anymore. They've changed. But 
in 1980, it was no different because Robert Parrish is the correct answer. Played his first four seasons with the Warriors before playing 14 with the Celtics. Won three NBA titles. There we go. One and no start. That's how we got to do it. All right, next up, over to the NFL. Which of these people won a Super Bowl ring as a player and also a CEO of an NFL team? John Mara, Jerry Richardson, Mark Murphy, or George Hallis? I want to say... It's John Mara, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which of these people won a Super Bowl ring as a player and a CEO of an NFL team? John Mara... Jerry Richardson, Mark Murphy, or George Hallis? I want to say Jerry Richardson, but it, but the Panthers never did win a Super Bowl. Is it? It's got to be Merrill, right? Yeah, it's not Richardson. The Panthers never won. Right, but he won one as as a player. Hallis. We're getting Mara and Hallis. Those are the Hallis Bears, right? Yes. So the Bears, yeah. that would have been the 85 Super Bowl when he was a CEO. Mara was Giants, but I, but the, mm, I think Hallis. I think Hallis makes the most sense to me, Zach. You want to lock that in? Do you have any opinion? I don't. Okay. Hallis, final A to Z. Graduating from Colgate University, safety for the Washington Redskins is part of their 1983 Super Bowl winning team. Mark Murphy later became president and CEO of the Green Bay Packers. And in 2011, yeah. won a Super Bowl, Murphy's second Super Bowl ring. Dang, that's tough. One and one. That's I did good, not That's know a that. great question, though. That Save is really that one for your family, friend parties. Right? Bar talk right there. Yeah. Which of these NFL players was a starter on defense in one Super Bowl, and then a starter on offense in another Super Bowl. EJ Holub, Deion Sanders, Mike Vrabel, Julian Edelman. Which of these NFL players was a starter on defense in one Super Bowl and a starter on offense in the other Super Bowl? EJ Holub, Deion Sanders, Mike Vrabel, Julian Edelman. Did I don't think Edelman started on defense. I was thinking, honestly, when you brought that up, I was going to think Dion Branch, or who? No, who was the Troy? Uh, Troy. Uh, Brown. Troy Brown. Yeah, Troy Brown. But I think it's Dion. Yeah, I, that my gut was Dion. Mike Vrabel is a good nuance. Yeah, but I don't think but, he didn't start. Like, yeah, Vrabel played red zone offense. He, he didn't come out there on the twenty-five yard line, first and ten. So I, I think, think it's got to be Dion. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Dion because the Cowboys could have started out and, and try to get spicy on snap number one on offense, right? No, I don't know who EJ Holub is. But I think that was that would have been 1995 or 1994 for Dion. 
Scott says Dion started against the Steelers in the in the Super Bowl. So let's go Dion final A to Z. Uh, missed it. EJ Holub. Yeah, of course. All American center twice playing in for Texas Tech. Thank you, Red Raiders, last night. He would also play linebacker for that team as a sixth draft pick in the 1961 AFL draft. Ooh, Kansas okay. City Chiefs. Uh, that's EJ Holub, linebacker so, and offensive line. So one and two. Yeah. You'd beat by something that happened in the 60s. You know, what are you going to do? Hmm. What do Tim Tebow, Colin Kaepernick, Johnny Manziel, and Cam Newton all have in common? All were first-round draft picks in the NFL? No. Had more yards rushing than passing in their freshman and sophomore years of college? No. Had quarterback ratings less than average in their first NFL year? Maybe. Maybe. Had at least 20 touchdowns in both rushing and passing in one college season. This is a damn good That's question. the most like, I think it's the last one. Well, it's not first round picks. And I don't think that it is. It's not the uh, more, more rushing, rushing yards than passing. Because Johnny well, was a, Johnny was a, uh, Johnny Manziel was a, red shirt freshman when he busted out on the scenes and he had plenty of passing yards and Cam but Newton, that well, was red shirt freshman well yeah. but that was back before you could like play yeah. and cam newton was a freshman at florida so he could be it but and tebow could have been more rushing oh yeah well tebow was because of chris leak yeah so i think it's the last one brent all had you know it says all had 20 plus rushing passing and rushing touchdown in one season. I that's the you know my Kaepernick is the one that I don't know cuz that dude was a freak at Nevada, but I don't remember if, if it was What was the third answer? Quarterback rating was less than average in their first NFL year. Yeah, that's and that, that, that actually could be it. That, that could be it. I think it's between the last two. Quarterback rating less than I don't average. think Kaepernick ran for 20 touchdowns in college. I just don't think that happened. I don't think he ran the ran enough. So you're doing quarterback rating? Yeah. I I just don't I but I know Tebow, Johnny Manziel, and Cam Newton did. Have bad or, or did you know, had at least 20 touchdowns in both rushing and passing. I know that for a fact. Chris says Cam won rookie of the year though, but you can win rookie of the year and still have a less than average quarterback rating. Ooh, yeah. But I think that nixes it. I think it's 20 touchdowns. All right. If you want to go with that one, then that's I'm, I'm cool either way. So if you want to lock in the, yeah, I'll do final A to right, Z. Let's, let's, yeah. Last that one. makes the most sense. 20 rushing Long. touchdowns. All four quarterbacks achieved the feat of 20 or more touchdowns in both rushing and receiving one season. They did it in the very same season. Wow. 2010? 2007. Tebow, 32-23. Kaepernick, 21-20. So you were close. Manziel, 26-21. And Newton, 30-20. and 
Wow. Wait, what? They that wasn't all Manzel in 2007? No. And no, there's no way. Cam was in 2010. There's no way that's the right year. Oh, yeah. They, and amazingly, they did. They all did it in the very same season. But it was. It had to be 2010, though. It says 2007. It's a freshman year. Had to have been freshman year. That's not right. There's that's it's gotta be yeah that's not right. Johnny Johnny Manziel was in high school in 2007. And amazingly, they all did it in the very same season. That's not right. Whatever, we got it right. So, um, you know, anyway, we don't know what year it happened. But yeah, that was not that's not correct. Well, now we got fact check this. Because Cam's 2010 Auburn year. And Menzel won the Heisman in 2012. Yeah. You look up, I'm going to look up Tebow and we have to fact check this. I'm going to look up Tebow and, and Kaepernick. You look up Menzel and Newton. We need to fact check this. Because, again, I, I'm just going based on this trivia website. 2007. 32. So that was correct for Tim Tebow. Yeah, that makes sense. Kaepernick did it his in 20. In 2007. No, no. In 2008. Rushing Kaepernick did it in 2010. Check Tebow's 2010 year. Tebow didn't play 2010. That's when he got drafted. So that's wrong, but we got, we got it right though. The answer uh, is correct. Yeah. All right. So we're two and two last question. <laughs> I, I don't like that. Um, all right. Easy question. What's the largest number of children born to one woman? 69, 19, 49, or 29. Yeah. Pretty simple. Pretty standard. What's the largest number of children born to one woman? 69, 19, 49, or 29? <laughs> uh, I mean, the answers are so astronomically high that I, I'm I mean, in a brain war. I think it's got to be over 19. I think 19 is too low. I mean, Philip Rivers and his wife have how many? I mean, they can't be that close to the record. No, yeah, I'm I'm discrediting 19. So, uh, 29 found sounds right. Because 29, how many childbirthing years does the average women woman have? Well, let's right? say as young as yeah, it's gonna it sound it's weird, gross, but, but yeah, yeah, like well, 14, right? 14 to 45. So let's I mean, just say there are 30 people years. that have had 50. There are women that have had children at 50. So let's just say 30-ish plus years. And then there's, you know, there's twins, there's triplets, there's quadruplets. Yeah, and- I think it's higher. I think it could be 49 or 69. You want, uh, you want to go 49? That's fine. I have no clue. All right, 49, final agency. Ah. John says 49s or her name was Mrs. Wayans. 
<laughs> just because there's a million weigh-ins out there. Is it 29? No. 69? 1725 to 1765. A Russian peasant woman, the wife of a Russian name that I can't pronounce, gave birth to 16 sets of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets, a total of 69 children. That's insane. But have in the 1700s. Okay. In Russia. Sounds great. Ridiculous. So, I mean, we went two and three. You, you couldn't even did. name all of them. Like, you have 69 kids? I mean, we've got like thirty. Two and three is the worst that we've done. Names. Yeah, it is, that is bad. All right. Well, well, that that sucks. But yeah, hey, we just got to bounce back next week. All right. That's, that's just nuts. Anyway, thanks for watching, guys. Crazy show. Talking about a lot of different things. But make sure you like the show before you go. Give us that thumbs up on Facebook, on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it as always. More conversations like today uh, throughout the week. Buck Rising will be live tonight. It is Esports Primetime, live from Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl. So we'll see what Buck has to say from Mobile tonight at prime on Primetime at 8 p.m. Central. Thanks for watching, guys. Talk to you tomorrow on a Wednesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.